Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Thursday of the seventh week of Easter, May the 25th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 22, verse 30, and chapter 23, verses 6 through 11. Acts chapter 22, verse 30, and chapter 23, verses 6 through 11. This particular, we saw yesterday that Paul had left Ephesus amidst a very emotional goodbye. Emotional for Paul because he had indicated that they, the Christian community at Ephesus would no longer see his face. This would be his uh, final voyage, his leaving as he makes his way back to Jerusalem. And it is in Jerusalem that our reading this morning picks up the life of Paul. Uh, looking over these many weeks that we have delved into the Acts of the Apostles and mainly centering on the life of St. Paul, along with Barnabas and Silas, uh, John Mark, uh, and Timothy, and the various other companions that Paul has drawn close to him in his inner circle for spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, being his fellow workers of the gospel, and all of the communities and all of the churches that Paul has addressed, and nurtured, founded him his own self, and along with nurturing those uh, that the disciples had also been able to develop. And Paul has, Paul's life has been just an extraordinary life, hasn't it? Remember we, many weeks ago, talked about Saul, who was the leader of those persecuting the church. Paul directed the martyrdom of the first a church martyr, St. Stephen, and how he was intent on eradicating those who were following Christ, the members of the way, as they were called then. But we know that Saul met the Lord Jesus on the road to Damascus, and his life turned in an unexpected, extraordinary way because he had encountered Christ. Christ had called him to preach the gospel to the whole world, to bring the gospel message not only to the Jews, but also to the Gentiles as well. And Paul has had a life of tremendous ups and downs, as we have seen, very much like our own life, our own spiritual journey in the Lord. It's not all on the superhighway of life just able to put the pedal to the metal and just right on through again with our green lights and blue skies. Paul has known persecution, imprisonment. He's known violence. He's known suffering, rejection. But he's also been sustained through all of that with the surpassing knowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. And in the Holy Spirit, being strengthened 
that he was able to complete the journey, complete the mission. And that speaks to our own lives. We have our times of the cross. Sometimes the cross is very near and very present, and it weighs heavy on us. And that, that's, those are the times when it's most important to surrender to the Lord and be strengthened and renewed in the Holy Spirit, all to the glory of the Father. We also know times of great joy and great satisfaction when God's grace is most present in our lives, so we think. And life is, uh, life is that mystery of cross and resurrection, burden and blessing, dead ends and clear roads ahead. That's the great adventure of life, and that's the great adventure of faith. Uh, it's challenging, but it's never boring if we really enter into the life of discipleship. And in this particular passage this morning, Paul's life is beginning to draw close to the end. It is, in many ways, the beginning of the end. For after Paul leaves Ephesus, as we saw yesterday, he returns to Jerusalem, and he begins preaching once again the resurrection of Christ, which causes a tremendous, tremendous controversy and uproar. They thought they had gotten rid of him. They had silenced. But the word of God cannot be silenced. And so the commander uh, of the uh, district, Jerusalem, uh, he has Paul released from prison because Paul was thrown back in prison once he gets to Jerusalem. And uh, he wants to look at the various charges that are brought by the Jews against Paul, find out what is all the commotion about? Why, why, why all of the unrest? And so he summons the chief priest and the whole Sanhedrin, the Supreme Court, and all of the chief priests who are in charge of the temple uh, to a meeting. And he brings Paul and has Paul stand before them. And Paul was aware that some were Sanhedrin and some were Pharisees. Now the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they do not get along. And the members of the uh, Sanhedrin, uh, they, they, there's infighting taking place. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it, in our own time? And Paul speaks before the Sanhedrin, the court there, and he says, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, was born a Pharisee. I find myself on trial now because of my hope in the resurrection of the dead. Well, this is uh, heresy to the Sadducees. They don't believe in the resurrection. They don't believe in angels or spirits. The Pharisees do. So these two groups are there, Pharisees, Sadducees. Well, we know when they get together, there's going to be a fight. 
pure and simple, unvarnished, there's going to be a tremendous fight. And so a loud uproar, sure enough, takes place, and some scribes of the Pharisee party arose and declared emphatically, we do not find this man guilty of any crime if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him, because that's what they believe. Well, you can imagine that's right in the face of the Sadducees. So the Sadducees become filled with fury and anger, and a tremendous uh, fight uh, erupts. And the commander, who thought this might be a good idea of bringing them together in one room, uh, finds out that uh, while Jesus said, where two or three gather in my name, there I am, when you bring these two groups together, what you get is a tremendous brawl, a fight. And the commander feel, fears that uh, they're going to tear Paul to pieces amidst all of this. So he ordered his troops to go down and rescue Paul from this meeting room and bring him back to headquarters. Well, that night, while Paul is under a careful watch, under security, the Lord appears to Paul and he says, keep up your courage. Keep up your courage. There is the Lord, you see, in the midst of all of this tremendous uproar and controversy and violence and hatred that's taking place, the Lord comes and says, be of courage. Those words are for us. In the midst of living our faith, we may be a source of controversy. We may be a source of rejection. Others may turn away from us, even within our own family, among our so-called best friends, perhaps at work, at school, in the neighborhood, whatever it is, because we live we live as faithful disciples. And Jesus says to us, be of courage. Be of courage. Don't grow silent. Don't hide the gift of faith under a bushel basket. Don't extinguish the flame of the Holy Spirit. The Lord says, just as you have given testimony to me here in Jerusalem, you must do so in Rome. Now think about that for a moment. Paul's time in Jerusalem is coming to an end. He will have his rendezvous with destiny in Rome because it is in Rome that Paul will be executed, will be martyred outside the city gates in the tomb of St. Paul is present in Rome today, churches there. Millions and millions of pilgrims have visited and will visit the tomb of St. Paul and the church of St. Paul. And Paul will make the ultimate sacrifice. He will tell Timothy later on, I'm being poured out as a libation. The time of my dissolution is near. He is being poured out fully and completely. He will undergo a physical martyrdom. 
his head will be cut off, according to the scriptures, and he will be buried, and then he will truly live in the Lord as God's faithful servant. It's not a fairy tale. It is not happily ever after. It's blessed in eternity in the presence of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It has been a tremendous journey for Paul. And that's our own baptismal journey, isn't it? If we really follow the Lord, we are to be poured out each day as a libation. We are to be poured out. We pour ourselves out as a medicinal healing, gospel-bearing witness in our daily lives. And often it requires our own martyrdom, our own dying to ourselves, so that we may be faithful to our baptism, our confirmation. So let us today meditate on the life of St. Paul. Let us, let us meditate on these experiences in our own life as they relate to St. Paul. For the words of Jesus to St. Paul that night in that prison, under that protective custody. Keep up your courage. Keep up your courage as you live the Christian life today. God bless you.